The Spartans lost a heartbreaker at the buzzer, 60-57 to against Ohio State. It, the high note was Xavier Booker's first start, the freshman. Now it gets really tough. Number three, Purdue on Saturday on the road. As always, let's bring in head coach Tom Izzo and WJR Sports Analyst Steve Courtney. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Jamie. Hello again, everyone. This conversation with Magnum TI brought to you by the Performance Remodeling Sweepstakes. Performance Remodeling, a preferred partner of the Inside Outside Guys, kicked off another $100,000 window of opportunity sweepstakes. Request your Windows Roofing and Siding quote today. Log into windowsroofingsiding.com to enter the Performance Remodeling Sweepstakes. Indeed, opportunity escapes our Spartans once again at the beautiful Breslin Center yesterday afternoon. Our Spartans up by 12, 11.05 to play. You're thinking, okay, here we go. They'll go for the jugular, and this thing's put away. There was uh, not the case, a power outage. The Spartans were scored just seven points the rest of the way. Meanwhile, the Ohio State Buckeyes, a team certainly struggling on the road, would close with a 22-7 run, including the Hail Mary from Dale Bonner, to win it. Let's talk about it. Coach, how are you this morning? Well, I've been better, as you can imagine. But, uh, certainly. Um, you know, yeah, our offense just, uh, you know, I mean, uh can't tell you how many good shots I thought Tyson had, a couple that Jaden had, but two shooters go five for 24, and it's uh, just hard to fathom. But uh, um, we did not play as well, and uh, as you say, we had a 10-12 point lead, and we still weren't playing great then, but uh, we did not finish the job, and I know the uh, basketball got, got us, you know, we miss a free throw and then they hit one that I'm not sure you'd hit very often, but uh, that's kind of what happened. Uh, Coach, what what changed for MSU defensively in, in the second half? Well, uh, that's one of the reasons it was, they, they were hurting us on the offensive boards and, you know, you trade things, you know, uh, Book played really well, but he's still not strong enough to, you know, Muddy rebounds better and, uh, so we were getting beat on the offensive boards, and that's where they were making some plays. I mean, they had made three threes for the day until they made their – or two for the day until they made their last one. Um, but one player inside hurt us a little bit, and uh, I think that was uh, the difference as far as the uh, the game. I mean, still for the game, I, I don't know exactly. I uh, don't have it in front of me. I think they shot uh, 40 – no, they shot 37% and 17 from the three. You should win uh, every one of those games times two. And we, uh, so defensively, it wasn't as good the second half, but it was the missed shots that doomed us. Uh I, I feel like it was a microcosm for the whole game when Tyson Walker's at the line and then the ball gets stuck. That doesn't happen to him often. No, I've never seen a free throw get stuck. You know, uh, you're right. It was a microcosm. Uh, Ty had a tough game and uh, just uh, couldn't get going. But uh, really had some good shots and shots he normally makes and just didn't make them. And, uh, you know, that's the problem with our game. And uh, and yet we all got to do a better job. There's just no excuse for that. Was it just an off night for Tyson, uh, Coach, or was he just being defended pretty well? 
Uh, you know, a little bit of both. I mean, I think that's frustrating for him to realize that when you get the rank of being the best player, there's, you know, a responsibility that goes with that, and, and there's a defense that goes with that, you know. And instead of being on the second page of the report, you're on the first page of the report. And so I think they did a decent job. But if you watch the second half, boy, we had three wide-open threes, probably shot these made in his sleep, and it just didn't go in this time. And uh, But we had nobody played great, and, uh, you know, and we've uh, got to figure out how to fix it. That's all. Coach, once again, uh, the rebounding bugaboo comes into play here. We've had our conversations throughout this season. Out-rebounded uh, yesterday, 39-33. As a matter of fact, Ohio State with 13 offensive boards. I know uh, that's about as irritating as it gets for you. Yeah, that's one of the problems. You know, we put different lineups in there. We get different results on the boards. We're not the strongest team or biggest team that I've had. And, um, you know, we just did not get enough rebounding out of some key people. But uh, in saying that, uh, you still make some shots and you you win easy. I mean, uh, yeah, as I told you, them making that last one, they were 3 for 17 from the 3. The problem is we were 4 for 16. And uh, they hurt us a little bit at the line, and the offensive rebounding at 13 to eight was was a big difference. And that's one of the things that happened in the second half. They just got more offensive boards that uh, you usually score in those. Uh, Coach, you haven't lost two in a row at home in a very long time, and then it doesn't get any easier when you hit the road on Saturday against Purdue. Yeah, we got to look at that as an opportunity, you know, get back in the human race and. You're right, tough place to play, and they don't lose at home. But I don't remember the last time I lost two in a row in the conference at home. It had to be 20 years. And uh, it's just one of those things. And, uh, you know, I can't dwell on it. I've got to move forward. But I today will be a good learning day. And of all things, you know, this is the one week where we get five days off, uh, which is normally good because uh, we've had a tough schedule of games. But uh, it's also spring break here, so it's almost too much time in a way, you know. But we're going to find a way to try to fix the problems and watch some film and, you know, spend our days uh, getting back on track. And that's what we'll do, Jamie. Uh, when you take a look at uh, Xavier Booker's line coach uh, making his first collegiate start, seven points, to go along with three boards, but he also had three blocks. Uh, he left with 15-10 to play, were up 10 points, and uh, he didn't uh, see the floor again, Tom. And I'm just curious, was he uh, was he hurt? Uh, what was no, the story? No, no. I mean, you know, that's, that was part of the rebounding issues. But, uh, you know, we're trying to bring him along, and everybody will think because he did certain things, you know, but not not playing him because he's uh, did anything wrong. He's it just, uh, you know, you, you go down the stretch, you figure your veterans will come through and do the things they got to do, and we didn't. So, um, you know, we'll adjust and we'll make, uh, we'll look at ourselves, we'll look at them. But, you know, when people wonder why he wasn't playing earlier, I mean, you could ask him, he just wasn't ready. And uh, the last couple of weeks, he's played better and better, he's practiced better and better. And, and uh, you know, there were times he really did do a good job. There were times, that pushed around a little bit. That'll be part of the, you know, getting them stronger. The reason we started him, he was going against a center here that wasn't as 
physical as most are in our league, and we thought it would be a good chance to get him that opportunity, and it was a good chance, and it'll bold well down the you know the stretch and into next year. Well, you know, the calendar changes to March, and it's usually historically January, February, Izzo. So things will turn around quick. Well, I don't turn around because it's March. They turn around because you earned the uh, right. And, um, you know, I, I am a little disappointed in our upperclassmen and, and probably, you know, the veterans, which is the coach and the players, have to do a better job, not the rookies. So uh, all the veteran people, which includes me, have to uh, – kind of check their whole card and figure out what we're doing and uh you know we've been good enough to play with everybody and uh and yet these two losses were after beating you know penn state on the road they had won three out of four and uh i don't know who before that but we were really playing pretty well you know we beat illinois here we beat michigan on the road and then to lose two home games uh with an incredible crowd here the the fans, you know, even though the students were gone, um, but uh, there wasn't an empty seat in the house. And uh, so I feel like I let those people down, too. So there's there's uh, some blame to go around, but it sure wasn't to our fans. And, uh, we're going to have to uh, try to make up for that. Well, you know, you see it as an opportunity on Saturday against number three Purdue on the road. Let's hope the players see it that way as well. Coach Tom Izzo, we appreciate you and you too, Steve Courtney. Thanks, guys. You could hear it in his voice. He's feeling very down about these home losses that when you looked at the schedule, you'd think they would be wins. So hopefully they can create some magic at Purdue on Saturday. Uh, Coming up, we're going to talk about um, some interesting things with Fox News radio correspondent Eben Brown. That's next on JR Morning. Plus, we're going to give away those golf uh, tickets and things like that. That's next.